0: Hi, I'm Steve McCoy and welcome to another episode of the Raw McCoy podcast, where we explore the wonderful world of natural health to hopefully enlighten you even a little with evidence-based light-hearted chat and also empower you a whole lot so you can take control of your health and well-being. I'm here again with my friend and human behavior specialist, Michael Adams, who as part of our Mind Health series will today be looking at why there's no time like the present and that being in the in the here and now is really important for a healthy mind. Hi Mike, it's great to have you here. Yeah, really good to be uh, back here again, Stevie. Yeah, let's uh kind of continue really with the the momentum of our of our mind health series. Now, when we think about the whole essence of being in the here and now and and, and the fact that there is no time like the present. When I think about that, Mike, I think about even when we were planning and talking about the uh, coming together of this podcast, one things that we looked at and examined was the ultimate and maximum kind of time mm-hmm. that this podcast should should be in. And that was based around, you know, the optimum time of, of, of a podcast going on for somewhere between, what did you say it was around? 20 to 27 minutes. Right. Now, the reason for that generally is because most people are doing other things whilst they're listening to a yeah, podcast.
1: Absolutely. And
0: and actually the things that they're doing whilst listening to the podcast tend to last that period of time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's a logic. Right. So even within that it's based around the fact that whilst people are listening to a podcast they're not fully Engaged in the here and now, and in that present. Not necessarily no, no, right? the same way as else. same way as
1: music plays in the background on a radio, and all of a sudden that tune that you like comes on, and that heightens your awareness. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But I mean, I mean, I suppose that can go uh, a stage further because if we have been in a restaurant, for example, and I'll and I'll throw this out to you because I've seen it happen on so many occasions. How many times have we been in a restaurant where, and I, I definitely have been sitting at a table and I've glanced across the room and, and at at least one table, maybe more, there may be three or four or five people sitting at the table. And actually, at least three quarters of that table, if not sometimes all of the table, will have their mobile phones out or some sort of device that they're engaged with whilst they're actually.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's, right. com- it's commonplace. I mean, you see it on the tube, you see it everywhere. Um, mobile people are connecting to their mobiles far more than they're connecting uh, to each other. Even though they are connecting to each other via this device, I get that the actual human interaction of looking at somebody's face, in and interfacing and reading them and feeling them, that's been diluted, and
0: even. Even uh, in situations where we may be in our own space at home, for example. Mm -hmm. And I don't come across many people when I ask the question where they just shut everything down. So mobile phone is off and any other device, the TV is off. And actually, they're just sitting there for whatever period of time. It may be just five minutes, but it may be longer where they're actually just sitting and taking in the moment.
1: Taking in now. Just making
0: it it pure
1: with no distractions.
0: Exactly. And I think what I'd like us to explore today, really, um, with yourself, is the importance of being in that present moment. And I'd like you to really just be able to share with us why it's important for us to, at times, just switch off from everything else that's going on around us and take in that moment of being in the here and now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know the starting place is that and i think you've you've touched on it in in parts of your intro is now means something very different to different people and sometimes we don't think about being in the now we're just doing what we're doing because situations life dictates that this is what we do it's only when we stand still And question, do I need to be doing this right now? What is the importance? Because very often we're chasing the next thing.
0: Mm,
1: And so, so that becomes our now, that becomes our focus, that becomes everything. And we don't, we don't necessarily, and, and with that can come all the emotions that are attached, the anxiety of, Things not working the way they should be, so you start chasing the things that make them work, which can create more anxiety. Mm. And we don't step back and just go, "How can I enjoy now?" Sure. How? Go on. Yeah, go on. Are you gonna? I I, I I was.
0: Yeah, because I'm. I'm thinking about. I'm putting myself in this situation, and I'm. I'm. I'm even thinking about moments and times where I have believed that. I'm relaxing so I'm at home and actually I'm not chasing the next thing or at least I, I, I don't believe I am but I find myself in a situation where at a time of relaxation I've got a book on uh, on the side which I'm which I'm partly reading I've got the tv on and I've got my laptop open and I've got these three things going on mm-hmm. all at once. Three devices, time. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I asked myself the question, I had to, and I really had to question myself here. How much time am I actually giving to any one of these particular things?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I've got all three going on and I've had to retrain myself to, in essence, become more aware of being in the moment and so i still find myself doing it at times but i'll shut down those other things and focus on on well, doing one
1: well what's interesting about what you're saying is really there's a space and and, and used in 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 kind of buddhist language um they say we're, we're in the now when we can live in the space between thoughts interesting so um And if you can sit in that space between thoughts, you are truly experiencing now because nothing else matters. It's a pure space. And there is a space between thoughts because for me, uh, even what I'm saying now is generating your next thought. And, but in order to do that, there's a space in between. And, and that's when you hit it in, you know, that's when you hit that space in the purest sense. And of course, Nowadays, the modern techniques of doing that are, you know, meditation is, of course, the, the vehicle that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And, and people talk about their journey with meditation and, OK, I, I can't shut off. So certainly the people who, who try it and say it didn't work for me. Actually, the noise that you hear um, when you first try to um, meditate is exactly what you're supposed to hear it's it's that's a part of the process you almost have to let it in to get rid of it uh to because those thoughts come to you even the thought of when you've got your eyes closed even the thought of saying nothing's happening that's a thought thoughts are always going to be coming yeah, in and out yeah they're all absolutely. they're coming in and out but eventually you'll get to a space a place and sometimes it happens during Whereby you'll notice you went away, and you only noticed you went away when you come back, mm. and it's it's those gaps start to get longer and longer because you start to deal with the stuff that's not important, and you start to bring yourself to this meditate meditative state um, much quicker. It's like learning anything; uh, it doesn't happen instantly, but it's there. You learn how to go it go into the right space to create that feeling to create that where somewhere where you're comfortable where you start to create the habit of switching off switching down and like you said this moment and it might start by in your case giving you an example this moment may be about i'm going to make this moment not about that mobile not about having that tv turned in the background oh. Not about... So you make that conscious thought. And I'm going to sit there and I'm just going to focus
0: on me. Well, I think, I think you, you've touched upon a few points there, which I think are, are very, very valid. But it also brings me to thinking about how much we are conditioned uh, in terms of our behaviour. So, for example... When we are at work, we're rewarded for effectively being able to do more at one time. So the whole multitasking mm-hmm. element uh, kicks in. And we're encouraged and we're rewarded for that. but i I, I never actually heard of of anyone being complimented or rewarded. For doing one thing at a time and being in that present moment. Well,
1: and there's a reason, and and that is because all of us fall victim to societal pressures, and societal pressures are, at the moment is we measure progress by how things, how quickly things can be done. So we build up those pressure points. So there is an expectation that something that takes a bit longer. It's not as good as something that's done quickly. Right. And therefore, that now becomes a measure in society. Now, if we're living all the time like that, it means in our mindsets, we're always looking for the next thing. Mm-hmm. There isn't an idle moment.
0: So we're focused on a destination uh, a lot of the time. And we're creating destinations all the time. But in the process, we miss that journey
1: yeah because what what we do is we don't step back and sometimes say actually this moment isn't about the next thing this moment this next moment is about me um i need a a, a space just to relax just to just to chill out and it's it's my mental holiday mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's probably the expression i'd use it's in the same way as what do we do when You've got a stressful job and you need a break from it. What happens is you get on a plane or you go somewhere and you, you take a holiday. You, Whilst you're on that holiday, you may uplist a whole other lot of things to do. But nevertheless, you've made a decision that the environment that I'm working in, I need a break from. I need to uh, go away and Get involved in a whole lot of different activities that are very different than the ones I'm doing. Now, what we're saying is, you can take that holiday mentally every day in your life. You can break away from that right now. And you can make your experience of now different than the pressures that are around you are asking you to do.
0: So give us some ideas... On the importance of doing just that and being in that present moment, as opposed to uh, you know being focused or multitasking in, in in all the different sort of facets. Well, um, to do that, we first have to recognise what
1: does now comprise of, mm-hmm. and basically, your now always comprises of the things that you carried forward from your past, and that could be your immediate past, as in the things that occurred an hour ago, how they affect what you're doing next, the things that occurred yesterday, the things within conversations where you your brain is recalling all the time and bringing that into the now. Somebody could come and ask you a question or behave a certain way that reminds you of something that triggers a behaviour in you. You're bringing that into your now. Once you've brought that into your now, it's what, the, what you do next with it is directing your future, sure, so we're doing that constantly. what we're not doing is having a break from that process mm. now, and so therefore what we're talking about is what you bring to the now is what you bring to the now, how much of your past you you bring into. The decision you're making now, the decision you're making now is for your future. And that process is going on with societal pressures. We're making, we're doing that more and more, more and more things to think about, more and more decisions to make, more and more reference points in our past that we have to bring into our present in order to determine where we're going with our futures. We are not getting a break
0: from that. And we're clearly seeing that reflected uh, and perhaps not just by this, but clearly there's been a reflection in the level of uh, and the increase in mental health issues that have uh, that are, that skyrocketed over the last few years. Absolutely, because
1: the coping mechanism to deal with all the demands that are being made on us and all the stresses that are, that, uh, are prevalent in society Mean that that's what's happened. Um, you know, I've said this for a, a a long time, as as you well know. You know, part of my background has also been in the world of marketing. Mm-hmm. Now, I know for very very many years that one of for, to do my job properly, I really had to uh, promote dissatisfaction because by making you dissatisfied with where you're at, what you're on, you're now going for the next thing. So a lot of the psychology behind marketing is to make people feel dissatisfied with what they've got now in order. So what we're now doing is we're now impacting their now Mm. because your now is being impacted by all these pressures, all these adverts, all these things telling you what you should be, Mm. laying down the 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 status uh, symbols of what you aspire to, what you attain. And you feel the pressure of that because you feel the pressure of, if you're seeing something, um, seeing where you want to be because that's where you have been told you want to be and it's not happening, you're going to start making decisions to make that. And you're going to feel the pressure every time that you're not getting there. Some people want to get there in a rush and build up the pressures and then don't feel worthy. So we we start to create those behaviours and those beliefs which populate our now.
0: And so that brings us back again to that sort of external uh, influences, that conditioning that we uh, take on board and that impact us in terms of our decision-making.
1: Absolutely. And I think that we touched on this subject in the first um, podcast that we did. Mm. And ultimately, we're always prioritising. And... Some of that prioritizing feels very natural. there are the things that are important and some of it are the pressures that society brings on us and there's and it's centered around expectations
0: yeah okay, okay so we're now in a place where we are aware of of the impact that not being in the present moment can can have and let's say we are now aware so we, we get that mm-hmm. in terms of uh, having that awareness and what we can then do about it to make the necessary changes to, uh, to recognise and to, to take control of that, what would you suggest? First of all,
1: and it's always my, uh, my go-to tool, it's spend more time talking to yourself. It's recognising that when you're feeling under pressure and that moment comes take a step back, look at it and go, well, oh, I'm not feeling right here. I'm
0: not feeling good here. But isn't that interesting? Because here we have uh, a, you know, a human behaviour specialist who's saying, well, one of the things that actually you should do to, in essence, make those changes is to is to speak to yourself. Again, we've got this conditioning, uh, which wherever it has come from, that you know the first thing that we think of when someone describes, "Yeah, I saw someone talking to himself," we think that oh, are wrong wrong with that? There's no. some sort of, you know, there's some sort of mental health issue there. Yeah. So it's interesting that actually one of the best things that we can do is to have those conversations with. Yeah,
1: us. yeah, 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 and that and and that that's true. I mean, again, using myself as an example because it's the best example I can use. Mm. Um, it's it's quite. I do a bit of consultancy and um, uh, still on a marketing level and a business development level. And one of the organizations I go to that some of the staff have always commented, Mike, you're talking to yourself. And, and I say, yeah, I do. I said, "Um, because, and sometimes, and for me, I actually have to say it, not think it. So, and very often they'll hear me say, no, Michael, you're going down a path. You don't need to go down. (laughs) And what I do I stopped. I said, no, uh, check yourself. And that's the moment where I change my now. Right. Because, and that's my trigger. Because as soon as I say it, I stop myself doing what I was going to do. The decisions that come out of that now, just by me checking myself, are different than the ones I was just about to make. Right. And, a and it's, a, it's a simple tool, um, not easy at first. But recognizing it now, some people and what are the sort of conversations
0: some... that we're talking about that you know that people can be having when you say sorry. So I... when you say right, so you, one of the things you said is, and the most important thing is to have those start having a conversation with yourself mm-hmm. when you are now aware that hey, I want to make some changes in terms of being more present and being in the moment and having those conversations, what are the sort of conversations that they could be having? Well, first of all, again, r- recognising yourself. spending We need to spend more time
1: with ourselves. Mm. And the way in which we do that, your body doesn't lie to you. Okay, if you're feeling tired at a time of day that you shouldn't be feeling tired, don't just accept it. Ask yourself, why am I feeling like this? Is there something I need to change now? That's a dialogue that you're having with the now with yourself. It's recognizing that your body, and it's a conversation we've had before, sure. your body is talking to you
0: all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Whether we choose to listen or not is a whole other thing, right? Hundred percent.
1: Hundred percent. And if you start listening, don't be afraid to have a conversation mm. with yourself.
0: Well, I mean, I, I love the idea. And the concept of, of what you just said, and I think the more conversation that we can be having with ourselves, uh, the more aware we are to be able to make you know to make those changes. We talk about being in that present moment and and being in the here and now, and the name given to that quite often is is mindfulness, and just being more mindful of whatever it is uh, we do, and. It was also interesting for me when I came across a number of the the benefits of being more mindful, and uh, I I saw a piece by Professor Mark Williams and uh, and Dr Danny Penman, and I was looking at some of the the areas really that we can benefit from, and and they highlight the fact that it can improve memory, creativity, uh, it. Uh, in, increase and improves our reaction time, boosts our immune system. It lowers blood pressure, helps with rheumatoid arthritis potentially, um, chronic fatigue and, and even helps and, uh, with, uh, with speech and stuttering. So a whole range really of, of benefits that we can gain from just thinking about being more in the moment, being more in the here I and mean,
1: now. that's an extensive and an impressive list. And I think the thing that I take from that and I would share as a major takeaway in this particular podcast is that the purest conversation you can have is the one that you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any purer. It doesn't get any, any, any more real, any real, realer than that. I don't even know if real is a word, but I'm using it. Why not? But, it doesn't get more real. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're honest with yourself and you're having a dialogue with yourself, uh, whether it comes through thoughts, it's recognising that those thoughts are happening in the here and now. What's your answer? What's the
0: dialogue? And I suppose effectively bringing our attention and, and our awareness to to everything that is around us at that, you know, at that particular moment. I mean, I I often think about the fact that you know, young people would really benefit from again being uh, taught this. And when I think about the high levels of of suicide amongst male and, and, and females at a young age, uh, the number one killer of men under fifty, as we know in this country, is is you know is suicide. And having worked in in education, further education for for over eighteen years, and I remember looking back then, we never had anything of that nature where we were teaching young people about being more mindful, being more in the, in the moment. And, uh, and to my knowledge, it's still not something that is necessarily happening. Yeah, today. Because
1: as we said, it's societal pressures. Uh, uh, young people are exposed to expectations and patterns of behavior that they should be adhering to, should be conducting, uh, Uh, through their peer group pressure. Because remember, those expectations aren't necessarily the values that we grew up with. They will be the pressures that come out of their immediate peer groups. Measuring up, worthiness, all of those things. Mm -hmm. So the the fact is you have a lot more command over your now if you start having that pure conversation with yourself. So
0: if we were going to have a takeaway today.
1: What I would say is recognize that your body is talking to you all the time recognize that the one thing that you can always do is have a conversation with yourself wherever you are whenever you do and recognize that that conversation is going to dictate what you do next so you have more control over your now than you realize well
0: i think you have summed that up fantastically well i hope that our listeners can uh, can take that away. It's the, the the major takeaway, really, and the major ta- talking point. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Mike, once again for uh, coming and sharing. It's been a real pleasure. The, sharing the time has just flowed. It has indeed. And I'd really like to thank you for uh, for sharing it with us once again today. We will, of course, be continuing with another episode of the Raw Quay podcast. The next one will be the emotion connection. And it's all about... Uh, what triggers our emotions. And uh, Mike will have, again, some some really interesting thoughts and uh, and knowledge around based around that. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Royal McCoy podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to sharing another one of our episodes very soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Royal McCoy podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget that you can subscribe in your podcast app so you never miss a show. And you can also catch up on all our podcasts at therawmacoy.com.